0: Here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 105.6
1: FM in Palabora. Late Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight.
0: The time now is 33 minutes after 10 here on Late Night Conversations. My name is Patricia Nduli. Let us talk all things legal and uh, we are going to get to know about a new Issue around the legal fraternity, and that is well, it's not new. It's an old issue, but it's one of those that you know we don't really look at until there's a huge case that um, really wants us to rekindle all these things. And we are looking at the extradition um, issue, and uh, when it comes to the law. The, uh, if you'd like to join us and uh, ask questions or interact or participate, you can do so by dialing 4045. SMS is go to 41391. SMS is charged at 150 and you can WhatsApp 0614104107. We are talking uh, to um, a senior associate at Ulrich uh, Rue and associate Ludwig Behrens. Thank you very much for joining us, Ludwig.
2: Thank you very much, Patricia. Thanks for having me.
0: Now, today we are talking about extradition. Perhaps for us who are not legal eagles, please just explain it to us. Well, the long and the short of
2: extradition is basically where one country requests that a a person is extradited to their country in order to face uh, prosecution for uh, a criminal offence that the requesting country uh, has jurisdiction over.
0: And in South Africa, do we have such Mm. agreements um, within the African countries?
2: Yes, we do. We actually have a protocol on extradition that was entered into by the, uh, the Southern African Development Community. There are 14 uh, countries that are signatories to the agreement, and that, that sets out pretty nicely um, what is expected from a country requesting uh, extradition from one of the other member states.
0: Okay, and I think you, we all are aware of the big case that has been going around um, with uh, the Prophet Bushiri and uh, South African uh, government. He was given a bail of 200,000 rands, himself and his wife, and after the bail, then uh, they left the country. When we look at this sort of case, um, would extradition be something that could be implemented uh, from South Africa to Malawi?
2: Yes, absolutely, especially under the protocol. Malawi is a signatory to the protocol. And uh, if you just look at uh, the the grounds on on which you can request uh, for a member state to to, to surrender somebody to South Africa in this case, um, it it does fall squarely in the ambit. Um, The only caveats that you actually need to look at is whether the offences the person... Um, would uh, stand to answer to in the country requesting the extradition is materially similar to the laws of the country where the person is currently uh, being I don't know being held or, or that that's chose to plead that to that country. so um, what they will do is they will they will send a request um, through the various ministries of justice um, or in other another authorized departments, Uh, to Malawi, and they would uh, say to them, listen, uh, that Shepard Bashiri is looking at at these offences in in South Africa. They are materially similar to offences in Malawi, and for that reason, we are requesting this.
0: Sure. So it sounds, it sounds simple um, when it's said mm. in legal terms, but from where we mm. sit on the ground as ordinary South Africans, sure, mm. it, 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 it looks like there's been some dicey things happening as opposed to the law being um, consulted to its full might. Uh, from mm. what you have explained. Mm. Is this the case or is it just us being sensational around this issue?
2: Well, I think it, it works a couple of ways. If you look at the extradition process that uh, South Africa is trying to uh, implement with with countries where they do not have uh, these kind of protocols in place, for instance, Dubai, for, for reasons we all know why, um, you know, it could be a tedious process. Um, what the political stance or political connectivity of the person uh, trying to Uh, not stand trial is obviously is a factor as well. And and you need to look at all of these things. Um, If you you interpret the protocol, it does come across as being quite an easy process, but uh, that is obviously in a utopia. There there are a lot of factors that that needs to be considered, not only by the party requesting the extradition, but the party granting the extradition as well. Um, I think uh, in a case like this, it it ought not to be a, a difficult process, but uh, it's a bit of an organic process, and you don't you don't really know what is going to to happen once the the formal request is made by South Africa to Malawi.
0: Taking a look at this particular case, and then we'll move on with extradition. Um, what if mm. this particular case you find that? Um, uh, Prophet Bushiri and his wife leave Malawi and find themselves in a country where we don't have a partnership around extradition, then what? Does this mean that the case that has been opened against them will then fizzle out?
2: No, not necessarily. Um, I think uh, with, the, with the circumstances where they are, um, uh, the uh, Shepherd Bushiri has actually made a statement and he said Um, If certain of these demands are met, then he will consent to being extradited. Um, If he does then decide to leave to a country where we don't have these protocols in place, then obviously we'll have to look at uh, international law uh, and what that stipulates. uh, And and uh, Nothing precludes South Africa of still making uh, the request to that country. How that country will deal with it um, is their prerogative. Um, especially in light of uh, the fact that uh, the Prophet Bashir would probably uh, not have the same protection under their laws because he's not a national. Um, Countries tend to look after their nationals quite closely um, if if they do have the opportunity to do so. And uh, that's that's the call that the country who receives the request will, will need to make if and when.
0: So it is reliant on the the partnerships between the two countries to actually, um, you know, work together to get this done. You make mention Mm -hmm. of international laws. What happens if the country, for instance, like Malawi, refuses Mm -hmm. to to work hand in hand with the South African government around this particular case?
2: Well, you know, they... They entered into this protocol. They entered into it knowingly. And if you read the protocol, there, there is a, a provision for a country to leave this protocol. This protocol was entered into in 2002 already. And I think um, the, especially the southern African states, have, they've really attempted to, to stand together um, and, and build these kind of relationships. Um, and now you'll have to see uh, if the proof uh, is in the pudding whether whether they're actually going to stand and fall by the agreements that they've entered into. Um, there are grounds, if you look at the protocol, um, in which you can uh, refuse extradition, but if if one has a, a regard to those those grounds, um, I cannot see them applying it in this case specifically. Um, you'll, you'll have to look at um, whether there's a pending open case in that country, being Malawi, against uh, the uh, the accused, um, whether the charges are of a political nature, whether he's got some sort of immunity, whether the charges against him is uh, for the, I don't know, based on his race or religion or anything like that, but but the charges here are pretty clear cut. It's fraud, money laundering, and theft, and and those charges I think are pretty uniform through
0: at least uh, under the laws of the member states. We are speaking uh, to Ludic uh, who is an associate, a senior associate at Ulrich uh, Rue and Associates. We are talking about extradition and obviously we are aware of the huge case that is currently happening around uh, South Africa and Malawi, but um, a lot of other cases of this nature have mushroomed. And this is what we're trying to understand, the law around extradition. If you'd like to uh, give us your comments, WhatsApp us on 0614-104-107. You can also SMS on 41391 4391- Or call on 011-714-2006, 011-714-4045. I've got a WhatsApp here, uh, Ludwig, from our Mm A-teamer, Donald Mamboma in Rustenburg, who says, Good evening, Patricia, and our legal expert and all A-teamers. Yes, it will sound easy to extradite Bushiri in legal terms, but for us to believe the government must call back the Gupta brothers and Grace Mugabe, then we can have confidence in the justice system. What's your take on this, Ludwig? Because these are other cases that have just fizzled not out.
2: Yes, I think um, if we, uh, you know, if I just off the top of my head address the, the Gupta brothers matter, it, it, the difficulty came in because there was no no such protocol in place. Um, we yeah we rely on on member states or not even member states just to states you know uh, working together. Um, it's uh, it's it's a little different in in the bashiri case um, and just with Grace Mugabe, if i can touch on on that matter um, the whole debate was around uh, immunity and and immunity is a, a, a grounds for refusal to extradite so you know if you if you look at the the matters or the or the merits of the three matters um, uh, I think South Africa has got a very good chance of of extraditing um, uh, Shepherd Bashiri. Uh, if you look at the, you know, on the face of it, you know, it's a, like I said, it's an organic process. You you don't always know what happens in the background. Um, but uh, if if I have to compare the three, um, this would be a clear-cut case for the extradition process to actually work.
0: Hmm. So this is a clear-cut process. And now, if South African government is to file for extradition, what is the process and how long would it take?
2: Um, to tell you how long that will take, I wouldn't be able to tell you that. It's the, if you have if you regard to the protocols, they would say um, the, the uh, state receiving the request has a duty to expedite it but there are no timeframes in which uh, the countries are locked into. Um, with the, the process will, will start by a communication from South Africa through the Minister, uh, minister of Justice, who will then uh, collate a, a formal request uh, setting out uh, the identity of the party uh, wishing they want to or that they, they wish to extradite uh, to South Africa, and then basically, if I can just uh, almost dumb it down a little bit, it'll, it'll encapsulate the charge sheet. So it'll, it'll encapsulate what, what charges uh, will, uh, well, are being laid and, and what possible uh, sentences could be faced.
0: Mm. So there is no time frame and uh, even if it mm-hmm. was to be done, uh, would it be made public? Um,
2: the protocol is silent whether it becomes a public document. I would imagine that it's not a public document. I think once the extradition process is finalised, um, uh, it, uh, it could be made public uh, or it could be reported on. Um, I, But like I said, you know, if you just look at the contents of the documents that need to be sent through in the request, uh, it's basically the charge um, it's basically the the, the charges against uh, Shepherd Vishwarya, and then uh, what uh, those, if he do, if he is found guilty, what kind of sentence he can look at. So it, it, you can you can paint quite a clear picture of of what those documents would entail.
0: Mm. We've got an ATM on the line uh, who'd like to weigh in on our discussion. Good evening, KGM. Mm-hmm. How are you doing?
1: good evening Pat uh, i'm I'm good thank you and good evening to your guest and to the listeners. you think All right look le- let me let me uh, uh, add my two cents of of uh, contribution to this by by saying firstly, I recognize the fact that a good constitution is a practiced constitution and a bad constitution is a paperwork constitution now in in the context of south africa we have a a paper trade constitution if you like we have one of the most unfair and unjust constitutions in the world simply because it's not practiced as it appears on paper now a simple example would be um when Crime is committed. It it looks the law or the people who are supposed to be the custodians of the law. And this is right from the uh, police structure right to the top, even including the judicial system itself. They look at who you are. Um, There are people who get arrested because um, they committed crime or they are suspects of of crime. And they are arrested without... um, even a, a warrant being being issued. There are people who cannot be arrested without a warrant. There are people that uh, negotiations are done. They have to present themselves. And and when you look at the constitution, it contradicts this completely. It actually suggests that we should be treated equally, but that is not in practice. Now, in 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 as a parting shot, in the case of whether you talk about uh, fugitiveness of Bushiri or Al-Bashir or Grace Mugabe, and the list goes on. That goes with the appetite of the powers that be. The powers that be in this case would be our leaders, our rulers, um, especially the the governance or the governing uh, structures. Now, if there's no interest at that level, if there's nothing that pressurizes Uh, them to to act and I can leave fugitiveness and just come here at home we have many cases that judges are aware of the the situations where judges right even up to the constitutional court give or make judgments and those judgments fail implementation you, you have cases that are clear that still linger with answers. You've got the Andris Tatani, for instance, in, in, in the free state. You, you've got the Marikana in, in the northwest. And the list goes on. So my point is this, and I would like the indulgence of your guest. We can have analysts like him. We can have teachers of the law like him tell us this is how it's supposed to be. We do not have to depend, and the, the activation does not depend on a narrative or an explanation that says this is how it's supposed to be. we looking at the practicality, and the practicality is when the poor is arrested. It's not the same as when the rich and wealthy is arrested.
2: Mm.
1: Can, can I pause there and, and hear the response from your, your your guest. Thanks for taking my call.
0: Thank you very much, KGM. Have a great evening. Let's allow ludica uh, to uh, respond. Ludic.
2: Yes, um, I I think that's a very valid point. Um, you know, I think uh, this is definitely an opportunity for uh, the judiciary and uh, for the government, for that matter, to redeem themselves. Um, I think there are a lot of cases that frustrate the general public um, quite a bit and uh, it, it, it's a reality um, you know unfortunately um, we try in the industry to, to uh, do the best for the public um, and uh, yeah. unfortunately uh, you're, you know I, I tend to agree with your, best, oh, to, your to your caller um, it's uh, uh, a lot of people have been let down by the system and I think uh, this is a, a very good case uh, for the system to to take the first step to redeem itself. Mm, mm.
0: Do you think we, we will see such implementation to redeem itself when it comes to the South African law?
2: Uh, sorry, you broke up there a little bit.
0: Do you feel that we will see the South African law redeem itself by the actions it will take around this particular case?
2: Yes, I believe so. Um, I believe uh, uh, the government and the judiciary, you know, have have taken a lot of luck, um over the past, past couple of years, and uh, you know, I believe this this is an opportunity for them, and I hope they realize this is an opportunity for them, and and they they do what is right uh, towards. Uh, the the people who've been affected directly or indirectly through the the, uh, the actions of of the Shehbaz
1: the
0: We are talking to senior associate at Ulrich uh, Rue and Associates, and uh, this uh, our guest is Ludic Behrens and uh, A-teamers, The WhatsApp number is 0614 104 107. The SMS line is 41391, and if you'd like to call in, you can do so on 11 714 Ludwig, there's another follow-up message here from uh, Donald who says, What if Bushiri runs away from Malawi to another country, which is also a signatory of that agreement? Which country will be responsible to bring him back?
2: Um, the Protocol actually makes provision for cases like that um, where they refer to that country as a third-party state. So the same request can be made to that third-party state to, to extradite them. Um, uh, so there, there are mechanisms in place uh, to to put in multiple requests, Um, uh, should it be found that he's left Malawi to another country that's uh, signatory to to the protocol.
0: Another question here, um, around the rumours that Bushiri had a diplomatic passport, does that mean anything if he had such a passport?
2: Well, you'll you'll have to investigate that on its merits. Mm. Um, If he did have a, a, a diplomatic passport, then uh, the validity of that passport needs to be tested, and and why would he be in possession of something like that? And and those are the things that will hopefully come to light uh, in the response to the request uh, from Malawi uh, uh, to to the request that's entered in by South Africa, um, if if they feel. Uh, that he does not need to be extradited because of a form of immunity, then then they need to provide South Africa with that information and the reasons for uh, their refusal to extradite him.
0: Now, we are aware as well that South Africa entered a bilateral extradition treaty with Hong Kong. Um, w- w- this particular treaty, away from the Bushiri case now, this particular treaty for Hong Kong and the Republic of China do these then mean that should anyone between these two countries have a, a legal issue, that they can be extradited from each of the country, or any of the country? Yes, it should.
2: Uh, it should uh, enable a, a person to be extradited. Um, obviously, it'll have its own caveats in, um, and and each case needs to be ventilated on its merits. So, if uh, the Crime that they are accused of is materially similar to uh, a crime in Hong Kong or uh, under the laws of the People's Republic of China, then such an extradition can take place.
0: Now, on my uh, SMS line, I've got here Maswabi in Free States who says, same like uh, South Africa protecting Botswana fugitive on persecution. Bushiri is free. Malawi will also protect their citizens. Law is good but bad on application. And then another one says here, hi, Patricia. So sad to see South Africa retrogressing when it comes to strict measures regarding police, security, defense, border posts, why people who's holding such uh, positions are not doing much about it. it, it, it it's, it's really amazing that uh, someone who's got a case for bail, like the Bushiri case, would go through our borders um, without the police being flagged. How, how, how mm. possible is this? Because this also does, just not, does not make sense to me. Does that mean that our borders are that perforated or our systems are not aligning?
2: Uh, well, I'm the wrong person to ask that mm-hmm. question. Um, you know, it, it is amazing that uh, if somebody is out on bail and they've uh, um, handed in their travel documents uh, that they are still able to, to leave the country. Um, it's, uh, it, uh, I don't know how that can happen, and, and it is very concerning.
0: Very concerning indeed. Um Ludwig, as uh, for interest in time, maybe give us your parting shots so that we can have a better understanding around extradition.
2: Yes, I think um, you know, like your caller said, I think the the process um is pretty clear cut. Um I, I I sincerely hope um that the government and the judiciary takes the process seriously. Um, I believe that the groundwork um, in terms of protocols have been laid. It's been uh, agreed to between the countries. Um, I, I believe that uh, the demands that uh, uh, the Ushiri has uh, forwarded through his legal representative um, can be met. Um, I believe uh, he will face a fair trial, um, even though he believes he, he would not... Um, and, and he's got a, a concern about his security, and, and that is something that can be dealt with. Um, I, I truly believe that uh, the system can redeem itself. And uh, like I said, I, I believe the foundations are there. I, I sincerely hope that uh, this matter does see the inside of a court and uh, that justice can be see, uh, is seen to be done mm-hmm. by the public.
0: Mm, definitely Ludic. could you kind of give us your website uh, For our uh, a benefits?
2: Sure um, Our website is uh, www.rulegal.com um, And uh, if uh, people would like to get in touch with us um, Our uh, email address is info at rulegal So R-O-U-X, the word legal, dot com
0: Thank you very much, Ludek Thank you for your time
2: Thank you. Bye-bye.